This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie too. Their uninformed, true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But the facts prove that wherever liberals have power, there's only failure. Our job is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Apparently, I was watching a different debate than a lot of people were watching the other night. I don't know how that happened. But in the one I watched, President Trump completely destroyed Joe Biden. But some people think that Biden won. More wishful thinking from the left? I think a lot of people must have been looking at style. And if that's all you care about, then maybe Joe Biden did okay. He didn't fall asleep. He sounded pretty good for the most part. And if that's what you were looking for, then he did a great job. However, if you were looking for substance, you can't possibly make the case that he displayed any of that. But his entire career has been based on his ability to present that nice guy image, and he plays that part very well. Name me one person, though, in Joe's 47-year career in politics who says that he's a man of substance. Oh, sure, he loves his family, and he's been through some tough times, and he seems so nice, and, and, and what? He's been that nice guy, do-nothing failure for his entire political career. But in the world we're living in, the theater seems to be what's important, not the substance of the man. And Joe has no substance. None. Nada. Now, there were some polls done after the debate and some of them actually had Joe Biden winning. Now, to me, that's probably good news because it tells me that people were lying to the pollsters after the debate. And that says that President Trump has a good chance of winning the election, even though most of the polls show that he's losing. Frank Luntz, he's a never-Trumper. He's called a Republican pollster. It should be a Republican rhino pollster. He says that if President Trump wins the election, it'll be the end of polling once and for all. Nothing would help American politics more than to get rid of polling. The polls simply can't be trusted anymore. I think the polls run after the debate. They prove that. Only a few had Trump winning. And that alone says that they're finished. They have no credibility. It's impossible for anyone watching the debate to think that Joe Biden won. Impossible. The polls themselves have become nothing more than partisan tools. You might as well stop using them altogether. I'd like to see all of the commentators judging debates look at them as if they were watching a court of law, a trial, instead of looking at candidates as actors in a bad Broadway play or a soap opera. If all you looked at was the theater of the debates last night, there wasn't that much to see. But if you looked at the case that each candidate made, the evidence that they both presented, President Trump was the clear winner on the facts, and it wasn't even close. After watching that debate, I don't see how anyone can say that on the facts, Joe Biden won, or that he even held his own. The points he made were weak, very weak. He was trying to get us to vote for him because he cares more than Donald Trump. Now, I know a lot of very totally caring people who are totally incompetent, too. 
I really appreciate the concern from liberals whenever anything bad happens, but I wouldn't ask for any advice from them about how to make things better. They're totally incompetent, and they prove it over and over. Now, please don't tell me that we need a caring president more than we need a competent one. Democrats are always trying to sell us that crap about how much they care and how that's the most important thing in the world when you're trying to decide who to vote for. I'd rather have competence. Bedside manner is nice. Everybody likes a good bedside manner. But if your doctor doesn't know how to cure you, you might as well go straight to the undertaker and cut out the middleman. I'll take an obnoxious, brilliant doctor, a doctor who has a chance of making me better over a caring imbecile any day of the week. In Joe Biden the other night, I saw a man who's never really taken a political punch, but he took some that night, and the expression on his face said it all. He knew Trump was beating him, and he knew the media would rave about his performance, even though it was terrible. But go back and look at his expressions when he was caught lying. He knew. He knew he was getting punched in the face by the president. And his expressions said it all. Look at the tape. Look at the replay. In that debate, Joe Biden actually admitted that he wanted socialized medicine for America. He calls it Biden care. He says he supports a public option. But He'll let people keep their private health care plans. There are about 180 million Americans who have private health care, and most of them really like their plans. But listen, folks, under Biden care, you can keep your health plan. That's what Joe says. The public option is only there just in case something happens and you need it. Now, remember that huge lie President Obama told, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor? Well, the lie Joe Biden is telling now is a hundred times bigger, and he knows it. This is AOC and the squad pulling the strings of puppet Joe Biden. Once you have a public option, all private health insurance will disappear within less than a year because private health insurers can't compete with a government-sponsored insurance plan. And once you have everyone on the public option, they'll be rationing. And once there's rationing, senior citizens will die. But Joe Biden, he'll care. He will. Now that should make up for everything, right? When they got into a discussion about the mostly mythical problem of climate change, Joe Biden said that he's going to get rid of fossil fuels. The president seemed shocked that Biden would come right out and say it. And of course, today, Joe Biden's backing off that claim. But during the debate, he said it. We all heard it. We're going to replace fossil fuels with clean energy, wind, and solar. Donald Trump looked like he wanted to jump up and down and celebrate, but he stayed relatively calm. It must have been hard, though, but he did it. He didn't run into the audience and start high-fiving his supporters, even though his opponent just said one of the dumbest things in presidential debate history. He did say that he hoped people in Oklahoma and Texas and Pennsylvania were listening to Biden, but he didn't go overboard. Joe Biden said that he wants to power America with wind and solar. Wind and solar. How many times do we have to hear that lame excuse for an energy policy? Of course, 
clean natural gas and nuclear power, we can't use them. They're off the table because the radical know-nothing climate change lunatics, they don't like them for some reason. Yes, they're both clean and safe, but that isn't really the point, is it? They want wind and solar only. Forget about the fact that battery technology isn't developed yet and you can't store the power that it generates or that they're both very inefficient and that at least the wind turbines produce as much or more carbon and puts it into the atmosphere than other sources of energy. And the left says that that's what's causing climate change and is destroying the planet. No matter what, though, they still want wind and solar. They like to drive by houses with all of those ugly black panels all over the roof, those inefficient panels that after 20 years are pretty much worthless, and try to dispose of old, worn-out solar panels. Talk about ruining the environment. This has never been about climate change. Joe Biden and the left don't care anything about saving the planet. If they did, there would be nuclear power plants being built everywhere, and natural gas power plants, too. Climate change is a scare tactic they use to gain power. That's all they really care about. Joe Biden says that millions of people will have jobs making solar panels and wind turbines and installing them, and these jobs will pay 40 to $50 an hour. He didn't say that without government subsidies paid by taxpayers, wind and solar wouldn't exist. He also didn't say that if all we had now were wind and solar, we couldn't afford to pay our monthly electric bill. Oh, and that when the sun isn't out or there's no wind, there won't even be any electricity. So who would be paying all these people 40 to $50 an hour? The taxpayer. That's who. President Trump said it will cost $100 trillion to pay the bill for Joe Biden's energy lie. Biden says it'll only cost $10 trillion. Wow, only $10 trillion. Well, that's a drop in the bucket. Let's start building those wind turbines right away. President Trump is right. The real number is at least $100 trillion. And to pay that much money for failed technology would raise taxes on the American people to a point that it would bankrupt every one of them. And the Biden plan would result in $6 a gallon prices for gasoline and air travel that will be so expensive that only the very wealthy can afford it. When they talked about race, Biden wanted us to believe that the president is racist, of course and that he, on the other hand, is a caring, compassionate liberal who really cares about minorities. But President Trump recited all of the accomplishments of his administration, the facts, criminal justice reform, opportunity zones, support for black colleges, and the lowest unemployment rate in history for African Americans. He pointed out that Joe Biden has been in politics for 47 years, and all he's done is talk about helping minorities. Just talk. He then pointed out Joe Biden's one accomplishment when it comes to race is that he sponsored a bill that put thousands of minorities in prison. That's how Joe Biden shows his compassion, by locking up minorities and throwing away the key. Now, Joe Biden's strongest point 
is when he talks about the coronavirus. Not that he says anything that makes any real sense. He says the president is responsible for killing over 200,000 people. He said that if you remember nothing else from tonight's debate, remember that. And that was good theater. The president, he says, has killed people. The facts don't support Joe Biden at all. But this is one of those issues that appeals to the emotions of people. Forget about the fact that Joe Biden did not support a travel ban to China and to Europe. Forget about the fact that he didn't talk about mobilizing businesses to make masks and ventilators and other medical supplies, and that he never would have fast-tracked a vaccine. He would have done a better job, he says, despite looking at the facts. And why? Because, of course, he cares. He has compassion. He says the president has no plan. But his only plan is to shut down America and force everyone to wear a mask. That doesn't sound like much of a plan to me. Am I forgetting anything from last night? I know. I haven't talked about Hunter Biden yet, but I didn't forget about it. The president did a great job in pointing out the corruption of the Biden family. He confronted Joe Biden on several occasions, and all Biden could do is say that he never received any money from his son's partners in Russia and China and the Ukraine. But it was what he didn't say that was critical. He didn't say that the computer wasn't Hunter's computer. He tried to say it was Russian disinformation, but he didn't say it wasn't his son's computer. And he didn't say that all the emails were forgeries made up by the Russians either. And he didn't say anything about the witness, Tony Bobolinsky, his son's business partner, the guy who gave the press conference just before the debate. He didn't say he was lying when he said that Joe Biden knew all about Hunter's deals and had discussed them with him. Joe should have specifically denied everything, but all he could say was that he didn't take any money. That's it? That's your entire defense, Mr. Biden? It sounds to me like you need a good lawyer, and he might need one. There was a focus group after the debate last night. The people were Democrats and Republicans. The biggest question they had was why didn't Joe Biden address the issue in more detail, and why didn't the moderator ask more questions about it? This is despite the fact that the mainstream media has refused to cover this story. They've simply ignored it, hoping that it will disappear. But that focus group, Democrats and Republicans, they want to know more. This tells me that the media cover-up is backfiring. The more they try to hide the story, the more people suspect that there's something to it. It just doesn't smell right. And now Joe Biden is parsing his words. At first, he said it was Russian misinformation. And at the debate, he weakly said it again, with no real conviction. Now, he says he didn't get any money. If you looked only at the theater, maybe, only maybe, you can make a case that Joe Biden held his own. I'll give you that much. But if you look at all the facts, just the facts, Joe Biden should go hide in a corner. All talk and no action is how President Trump described Joe Biden. It fits, because when you look at the facts, socialized medicine, shutting down America to fight the virus, raising taxes, an energy policy that will bankrupt the country, 
economic policies that will cost millions of jobs, and racial policies that will do nothing to help minorities get out of poverty. How can you possibly say that Joe Biden had a good night? It was a total disaster. Fact. President Trump had a great night, and Joe Biden looked awful. President Trump has done concrete, positive things that have helped all Americans, and he's done it in a little over three and a half years. Meanwhile, Joe Biden has done nothing in 47 years. If people only pay attention to the theater, then Joe Biden might win this election, and the American people will be the real losers. But if you look at the facts, if you were paying attention to what they were saying, listening to their vision for America, then Donald Trump should win in a landslide. I hope we haven't reached the point in our history where theater and partisan politics is more important than facts. Just how dumb can we be? How can people support someone who just said the things that he said? Socialized medicine, an end to fossil fuels, raising taxes. After hearing what he had to say at that debate, if he wins this election, it means we'll have lost faith in America, in the Constitution, in the vision of our founders. It'll mean the real haters have won. The real hate in America is coming from the left, and electing Joe Biden will put them in charge. And worst of all, it could put an end to our freedom.